Tonight, civil unrest explodes in several major American cities. There have been reports of fires, looting, and violence in the streets, all over a fast food promotion gone terribly wrong. As the first customers tasted the new secret recipe, reviews were stellar. But early on in the day, there were signs of trouble. Impatient crowds, drive-through lines stretching for miles, scuffles between tired and hungry customers. How you gonna say you got chicken and you ain't got no chicken? You knew y'all was gonna do this for a year! I'm supposed to be my family now! I want my chicken! My babies want their chicken! It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. You will run out before me! It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Now I am the master. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies. We're Nerds and New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. The Podcast with No Pants, uh, with my co-host. Uh, this is Eli, a.k.a. E-Love. Is that what I said? I think you did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we had a false test run. That was a, a, a test run, but that was actually starting now. So, yeah, we're up and running. Uh, so, yeah, we're back with another episode, and nothing too crazy happened this week. Uh, for the most part, everybody's been cool and chill, uh, except for the videos that have been popping up lately because, of course, you know, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is back, you know, mm-hmm. and for some reason, Popeye's has turned into the new world star. You know, <laughs> weird, weird shit is happening. Uh, yeah. People are getting stomped out. People are getting body slammed yeah. uh, all over a chicken sandwich. It was crazy. Yeah. Not I only that, somebody be, yeah. got fired the other day because they were selling chicken sandwiches on the side. <laughs> and Popeye's find out about Like it. scalping, scalping yeah. the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the weirdest shit going on right now now uh i don't know what it is and now i, I do want to say this eli not every one of those videos you've seen have been come from come from popeyes everybody okay. think there's a video come from popeye because one video where some guy uh yelled at somebody jumped the counter and the popeyes crew jumped him stomped him out oh i'm sorry but it wasn't popeyes okay oh, yeah. i looked at the menu and it was mcdonald's <laughs> So you can't blame Popeye for everything. Let's calm down. Some people are getting the shit beat out of McDonald's also. So if he was going for a McRib, he deserved to get the shit beat out of him anyway. Oh, yeah. Those McRibs will do it. That'll do it. <laughs> right. That's punishment in itself. <laughs> uh, so, Eli, I decided to succumb to peer pressure. Oh, shit. You yeah, started right. smoking crack? Besides that. <laughs> Uh, because I wanted to wait for the crowd. Or crowd is, crack, is crack too old school? You on like some kind of pill that does You know, you got to do opioids now. That's yeah. right. Opioids. Yeah. yeah, what are the kids into? It's, it's That's all what legal. they're into now. You know, pills. You know, shit. Yeah, they're starting their Adderall and shit. Right, Ritalin and all this shit like that. So... <laughs> So that's the thing. So I decided to actually go get a chicken sandwich from Popeyes after the cry died down. When I walked in there, I did notice there was an armed policeman there. <laughs> Not security, like an armed policeman. <laughs> oh, was he just in line? Or I don't. Just... <laughs> but he wasn't in line. I thought he. I mean, he was eating a chicken sandwich, but he had his gun like clearly visible, like open carry. Oh, okay. He had his gun. I thought he had his. his it was in a holster. 
It was in a whole. Yeah, no. Okay, he wasn't just had it out. <laughs> like, like guarding. He's got his head, gun out while he's eating the chicken sandwich. It's my sandwich, motherfuckers. <laughs> like it's fucking Mad Max out here. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, like I said, everybody has been hyping this chicken sandwich up. So I decided to actually go to the store, get a chicken sandwich. I just walked up. Do you have chicken sandwich? She's like, well, of course, get one. So. Eli, I'm like the way these everybody has been hyping this chicken sandwich up, people getting the shit beat out of them and stomped out and you know, call N words and everything like that. I'm like, this better be the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. This this better be a blowjob in a box. That's what I want. So a party in your mouth. <laughs> and everyone's invited. <laughs> now Eli, let me have you have you tasted the chicken sandwich yet? I have not had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay. Eli, I'll be honest with you. It wasn't a blowjob. <laughs> But I did get an erection. <laughs> okay. It was it was damn good. Not even gonna, I don't know if it was the sauce. I don't know if it was whatever. The chick behind that, the counter. <laughs> it was something. Maybe they sprinkled crack in it or something. I don't know what they were. That was an awesome ass sandwich. I was like, okay, so that's why people are getting the shit beat out of them right now. It makes sense. You know. So, yeah. Uh, hey, five out of fucking five. Is it? Yeah. Because I, 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 there's a Popeye's like right down the street from me. Yeah. And I see, I, I thought I've been tempted to, but you know, every time I go by there, there's like a long line of cars, and you know, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> well, the secret, Eli, you got to go to the white neighborhoods. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Is there a pop? I'm trying to think if there's a Popeyes in a white neighborhood around here. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the hood, you're gonna get. That's when you can get open carry and all this shit like that. But even in the white neighborhood, it was open carry police. But, office, a, so. but the, the Arabs uh, run the Popeyes down the street, man. And they run a tight ship, I must say. Okay, you know, so they don't they, need police. They, 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 yeah, they don't. They, yeah, where they come from, they, they like they, the hood ain't the hoods here ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck you, fuck your hood. Wow, we're used to getting our heads chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> like we want you to jump over the counter and try to fight us. <laughs> we are not fucking McDonald's. Oh man, so that, that's what I think about that. So I, I thought the chicken sandwich was awesome, five out of five. I'm not gonna go back there because at the end of the day, it is a Popeyes chicken sandwich, and that's nothing you need to eat every day anyway. But it was good for a nice change of pace, you know. Now you know be, what I, I, I I do like the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich with some this blue is cheese. This is better. Is it better than that? Okay. Yes, this is better. Okay. What is it? Is it the sauce? What kind of sauce is it? I couldn't. I, that's what I'm saying. I was trying to taste it, but it was. They wasn't. They didn't overdo it with the sauce. Okay. But it but was kind of like, like a, a spicy. Is it a spicy flavor? It was or like it slightly spicy? spicy. You know, it was like a little spicy, but not too spicy. Like buffalo ranch or some shit. Something like that. It was like that. You know, it was like their own special sauce they had. Okay. But it was not too much. It was just enough in there. You know, uh, the 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 chicken actual meat was nice and thick. You know, girth. No, you can't use girth in a way without being sexual. A, a succulent, back right. a breast. <laughs> so it was just—I don't know, man. I, I just loved it, but I'm not gonna go back. I just had fun with it that time. So that—that's my—that's um, my review of the Popeye chicken sandwich. Like I said, hopefully everybody will calm down. We won't get any more—you know—people uh, getting the shit beat out of them later on in videos popping up stuff like that. Hopefully, so. <laughs> That's that's all I got. Uh, Eli, I know you had something you want to talk about. Uh, you had a big weekend. I did have a big weekend. Yep. Uh, I went to a con yesterday here in Minneapolis. Galaxy Con, I guess it's called. Um, first uh, I've ever heard of it. Um, they used to have the Wonder or Wizard Con. 
used to come through here a few times, but I, I, I haven't heard anything about that anymore. But this is GalaxyCon. Um, it was huge, too, because there was, like, motherfuckers from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Michael Rooker was there. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think you so, showed me uh, – yeah, we talked about this last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, saw him walking around. Karen Gillian, Nebula. Oh, saw man, her. my crush. Ruby yeah. Roundhouse, Killer of Men. Oh, you didn't see yeah. that movie. That's right. I did not. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Batista was there. Saw him. Nice. Michael oh, and this was Right. This was during the time doing the whole James Gunn controversy. Yeah. 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 So he, so I saw Michael Coulter too. That's a big dude. That dude's big. And he was sitting behind the desk nice. and I was, I was just walking by, you know what I mean? So he's a big dude. Um, Luke Cage. Yeah. A uh, bunch of people from like Dr. Who cast members were there. Um, was Dr. Who there? One of the doctors was there. Okay. Um, not tenant or I think tenant was supposed to be there, but canceled. Okay. Uh, but who else? Oh, I was really tempted so tempted to meet William Zabka. Oh, really? Billy Zabka, the the eighties bad guy of every single movie ever. Because mm-hmm, of Cobra Kai. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, him and Martin Back to Cove. <laughs> yeah, Martin Cove, Crease, they were there, and the kid who played Miguel on Cobra Kai, they were all there. Um, I was really tempted to meet Zabka, but I'm just saving my money. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's expensive to meet motherfucker those celebrities, man. They charge like fifty bucks and shit just for an autograph and a picture and shit. Like, I mean, they can't get any more movies because Marvel snatched up all the roles. So, <laughs> yeah, without cons, um, pay the bills. Yeah, so I, but I, I was only there for a couple hours. Um, so I spent most of it waiting in line uh, to meet some creators. I met a bunch of creators. I met Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder. Okay. Um, briefly, because it was a long-ass line. I had to wait in line. I ran into Eric uh, Baumgart from Shout Out to Get Yeah, I saw, I saw him in, uh, I think, one of your pictures. Yeah, he, he was there. I ran into him. He was getting a sketch from, I forget who, he was getting a bloodshot sketch or something. Yeah, I think he like ignored was, everybody yeah. there except the Italian people. Yeah. Capullo. So, Fuck Greg Capullo. Fuck so, <laughs> yeah, Snyder. Well, he has. I ran into him, and he was getting a sketch, and he said he had wait. He had to wait like an hour to meet fucking Capullo and Snyder. Oh shit! So he said, "You better go get in line." I'm like, "Okay," and I had only been. He had been there all day, and I had just gotten there like a half hour before. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go check out. I went over to the Snyder Capullo booth, and there was nobody there. So like, okay, <laughs> he just walked in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is cool. There's nobody here. And they're going to be here at five, and it's like you know a little bit after four, so I got time to walk around. So I went, I went and walked around and shit, did my thing, and then I showed back up, you know, a little bit after four thirty, and there was still nobody at the booth. So I'm thinking, okay, cool, you know, I got time. There's no line here, so I'll get in, I'll be able to get in right. I'm first in line. So I'm waiting around for about like 10, 15 minutes later, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, no one's here. But then I look. Okay, the line for Capullo and Snyder starts here. And then I look behind the like curtain and there was a bunch of people already lined. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like waiting there for like a half hour for nothing. Oh wow. <laughs> so then I had to go get in line. And but it, it wasn't that bad. I still I was maybe like 20 people back, you know, okay. by the time I got there, but I still had to wait in line for like about another half hour and and it was really, you know, brief they just signed my books they complimented me on my sweater both of them they like my had a rancor sweater on um okay, but they yeah know, they, they know their star wars okay 
Yeah, so I, I they just kind of like signed my books, and it was like it was a bunch of there was a lot like a long line of people, you know. So I didn't get to conversate with them that much. Um, so yeah, I got some books signed. I got some metal books. Um, I got that Spawn three hundred. I got my detectives. Oh, did you ask them about you know was the intent to hear metal when they made metal? I did not. Oh I, fuck, man! Because I know Capullo is a big metal guy. Okay. Okay. So, so drew, no like, reason to ask that question if you already knew yeah. the answer. <laughs> I mean, I know he drew covers for metal bands and shit. You know their album covers. Mm-hmm. So, but I, like I said, it was just a long line of people. They were just getting in. You get your signature and move, move on, next, next, next. So, I didn't get to really talk with them that much. Um, I met Mark Silvestri, talked to him for a little bit. He signed my Ripclaw number one. Oh, old school. Because uh, Ripclaw's native, right? He's native. He's okay, like the Indian Wolverine. Yeah. on Cyberforce, you know, and I even told him, like, dude, they, I'm native, um, thank you for creating this character that doesn't suck, you know, one of the few native characters that I liked. <laughs> he says they're, he's coming back, you know, he's trying to bring him back. So. I mean, you gotta bring back the whole, it was Cyberforce you were, right? Yeah. They there had so many a, X-Men different teams, yeah. I get them confused, but yeah, Cyberforce was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I met Peter David. Okay. Matt, he's the one I really kind of got all giddy for, um, because I had him Signed my Hulk 340. Now, now, how was his line? I mean, because they say, you know, uh, you just told me Capullo's line was wrapped around the block. How was Peter Davis' line? No, he was gone. He had he was doing a panel when I tried to get him, and so I had to wait for him to come back. Mm-hmm. So I circled back, and he was there. There was nobody. He was just chilling there by himself. But So I went there. I was like, dude, hey, hey, you know, sign my book. And that's like one of my all-time favorite comic books, you know, when the Hulk, when Grey Hulk fought Wolverine and, it was like the shit. It was like so such a big deal back then. Wolverine punches right through Hulk's chest and shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then Hulk had a healing fact. It just blew everybody, blew me and my friends' mind back then. So I, that book I had, I had that same book since I was a kid. So yeah. didn't McFarlane draw that book? Uh, McFarlane drew that cover. Yeah, that yeah. I, I, iconic cover with Wolverine's claws, and you see the Hulk's reflection. Yeah. In the claws. Yeah, that's an iconic cover. Yeah, McFarlane drew that. So he signed that, and I was getting all giddy. I was like, do you mind if I take a picture? And he's like, yeah, wait. He was eating a donut. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, let me let me finish chewing first. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take a lunch break, Eli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't get anything signed by him, but I you know, said hi to Jim Starlin. Whoa, Jim Starlin was there? Yeah. He had a bunch of – should have been the line around the block. There was no one there. I what just, the fuck? I, I mean, there was people there, and he just said hi to the me. The dude made Thanos. Yeah, he had a bunch of Thanos prints and, you know, Adam Warlock shit, you know, on at his booth. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, who else was there? I, I feel uh, that's just disrespect, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, oh, Tim Seeley. I met him. Talked okay, to him for a little Halloween, bit. right? Uh, no, that's Sales. Oh. Um, Seely, he did, uh, well, hack slash he's done like, uh, he's done, done a lot of valiant shit right now. I think Eric got him to draw something for him too. He did a bloodshot book. So okay, cool. I, I got his bloodshot book signed number one. And then I got my hack slash books. Cause I used to be a big hack slash fan. Mm-hmm. And he even said, he's like, Holy shit, dude, you read the fuck out of this. Cause my copy's all beat up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I got that signed by him. Um, but I was trying to get my Detectives 1000 signed by a lot of people. Like, because I heard Doug Mankey was there, but I couldn't find him. I didn't see his thing. 
Um, and then, of course, Neil Adams. Your boy Neil Adams is there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him I said kiss my ass? Well, he charges 50 bucks for a signature. <laughs> wow. I'm like, no, nah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make Thanos. <laughs> you know, yes, because, yeah. Uh, but that's basically what I did. I just got my uh, some books signed and stuff. That was about it, and just looked around. I was only there for like a couple hours, and then I took off. So um, I didn't buy any big purchases. I mean, there was a bunch of shit I would like to have gotten. But um, I was really pissed though that um, Benjamin Percy was there. Okay, I'm familiar with him. He he's did the Teen Titans. Oh, he's done a lot of shit, Batman, Robin, but. Teen Titan. He's been drawing the Teen Titans lately. Wait, wait, Batman. Benjamin Percy. Oh shit, he uh, he drew it. Yeah. Okay. Or is he uh... right? I can't remember. But when I was going through my books, right? Because I'm like, okay, uh, Capullo and Snyder, they're gonna That's be what there. I thought. Yeah, he he uh, he wrote X Force. Yeah, and then he, I was going through my books, like, what 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 can I get from Snyder and Capullo to sign? Um. And then I saw my Teen Titans with the, the metal tie-in, mm-hmm. which is the first appearance of Batman Who Laughs. Oh, really? Okay. So that Teen Titans book, I can't remember which number it is. Um, it's the first appearance of Batman Who Laughs. I guess that book's worth a lot. And it's bagged and boarded. I got, you know, oh, I nice. got okay. bagged and boarded. So when I was going through it, I was like, damn, should I have Snyder and Capullo sign this, even though they didn't write it or draw it? But it's their character. I was like thinking about it, like hmm, hmm. I'm like nah. I'll I, so I put it back, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I go there, and Benjamin Percy was there, and Benjamin Percy worked on that book. So I could have got that book signed by him. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. So I was a little pissed about that. <laughs> like damn it, I could have got that book signed. Whatever. But yeah, I mean it was cool, you know, walking around the con, seeing all the cool shit, meeting some guys, meeting some creators. Um, seeing celebrity John Cusack was there too. I saw him. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, he was there. Um, yeah, a lot of celebrities were there. I just didn't get to meet any of them because they they charged way too much. You know, I was like, "Fuck, I I've seen you in the movies. I don't need to like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't need to be like right next to you." <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was cool. Um. Yeah, uh, I I I I I, I, sh- I dropped the ball, Gomer. I was I I was supposed to fill. I could have got a press pass throughout right geekery. Yeah, because they said yeah. they they always saying yeah. Anytime you go to a con, uh, call him. Yeah. And I just dropped the ball. I, I forgot to fill out the app and stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So, um, I didn't get you know. So I could have got a press pass, and then I could have like because they were doing like these specials. Yeah. Like, you know, like ninety nine bucks, you get a VIP pass to meet. Snyder, Capullo, Charles Souls were there. Um, and like, yeah, like, you know, you get like these VIP passes to meet certain creators and shit. I thought, damn, if I could have got that press pass, I could have did that shit. You know, could have had like an interview on the pod and all that shit. But I dropped the ball. So whatever. Oh. But yeah, other than that, I had a good time. It was cool. Cool, cool. Okay. I mean, because like I said, I'm glad you talked about Khan because we talk about all kind of crazy shit on this podcast. But comic books are our life's blood. So, yeah, we have to, you know, it has to be first and foremost we we talk about on here. Yeah. Let me see. Let's talk about some other shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, we're just going to hop right into it. Now, let's go into the box office numbers. Break them down. See what we have. Eli, give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? 
I'm not sure. All I know is Doctor Sleep is not the number one. It is not the number one. Yeah. Okay. So the number one is Midway. Oh, that came out. Oh, that's right. It's Veterans Day, right? Uh, no, 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 no. It's not Veterans Day. It's Marines Day. Marines Day. Or is it Veterans Day? I think it's Veterans Day. I don't know. It's Memorial Day is in May and Veterans Day is in tomorrow. Okay. Right? I think. I kind of wanted to see that, too. I mean, hey, Siri, good. when is Veterans Day? Veterans Day is today. Oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Had to go to the fact checker. <laughs> All right, Veterans so, Day is today, you dumbass. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. She sounded no, kind of condescending, too. It, it really did. I don't know. If, <laughs> that's Veterans how it starts. Today. Like, you didn't like Terminated Dark Fate, but that's the shit that's about to happen. <laughs> Skynet, Skynet is about to be activated. All right, so we got Midway, we got Doctor Sleep is number two. That's uh, is that the sequel to The Shining or, or what is that? The sequel to The Shining, yeah. Okay, uh, number three, Playing with Fire. I don't know what that is. I don't uh, either. Okay, number four, Last Christmas. I think that's a, I don't know. I know it's a romantic movie or something, but is I it a remake of Christmas. a romantic movie? I don't know. It's a Christmas movie, right? I guess. Kirk, Kirk Cameron in it. <laughs> Probably. Cameo <laughs> or something. Uh, number five. Ooh, Terminator Dark Fate. Didn't it come out last week? Wow. It's, and it should be that already. Like, nobody really cares about the movie. Uh, number six, The Joker. Uh, number seven, Maleficent. Maleficent. Ah, Maleficent. Said it. Okay. Mistress of Evil, number seven. Number eight, Harriet. Damn, that came out last week. That just dropped down. And... Number nine, Zombie Land, Double Tap. Oh, that's number, huh? Yep, number ten, Adam's Family. Now let's go back to Joker. See where Joker is right now. Uh, right now is at nine hundred fifty-eight million. Still, I, I don't think it's gonna make a billion. I think it's slowing down too much. Uh, remember it's been out how about a month, right? It's been out a while. It's how long has it been out? Because normally, uh, a theatrical release is normally about six weeks. This is the six week for the Joker. Yeah, it's been out a while. It's been out a while. So it's about that time to, you know, you know, because there's no way they can squeeze out enough money to make a billion. Plus, hell, they made all the money in, in the world anyway. Uh, remember we talked about last week about how it was the most profitable comic movie of all time. Nobody cared. Then the news came out. Now everybody's talking about it. I'm like, That's why I like being ahead of everybody, Eli, at the same time I don't. Because now it's a big news source and we've already talked about it. So I'm like. Okay. No one paid attention to us. Nobody paid attention to us. We already <laughs> broke this news. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are these guys? You know. But we got our ear to the ground. Right. We're listening to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> right. But here's the thing, Eli. I've been actually looking for information on it to find proof. I can't really find any proof on it. It's just like people just saw the headlines and took it for face value because nobody's actually giving the numbers of Endgame. Like even the oh. articles that's reporting stuff, not giving the numbers of Endgame, even numbers of of uh, Deadpool and The Mask, you know, but uh, nothing about Endgame. So are, are they just saying this shit just to say this shit? Clickbait, man. I mean, that's that's the thing now. You don't have to prove anything. You can just, just make want, a, They just want Joker in the headline. Joker, right, they just want Joker in the headline. So you can just, there's no fact checking. I, I forgot, it's the internet now. There's no such thing as fact checking. There's no such thing as checking your sources. You can just say and do anything whether it's real, whether it's fake, no one cares. I mean, what are they going to do? Hashtag Joker. I mean, what are you going to do? Get fired? <laughs> from an article you wrote for free? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. So people are saying that, but I can't really find any proof that that's true. I'm not saying it's not true, but I can't find any proof to say it's true. Like somebody give me the numbers of Endgame. If I can actually see the numbers, profitability of Endgame, then I'm say, okay, Joker won. But nobody's You're talking about Endgame. That's Disney. That's like getting Trump's taxes. Right. <laughs> Should we impeach Disney? <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, we know Disney's more powerful than Trump. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so that's my whole thing about that. So yeah, that's that's that was that. What else we have going on? Um, yeah, Eli, you, you saw some movies. Or I a movie. saw a movie. Yeah. I didn't see. I wanted to see Doctor Sleep, but couldn't get. I didn't get a chance to. But I did see tonight. Me and my brother, Fat T from the Geek Savs. And we Fat T. Saw, the Geek Savs. Yeah, we saw the forty-fifth. Anniversary of Godfather Part Two on the big screen. Uh, one of our all-time favorite movies. So um, Francis Ford Coppola. Everybody loves him right now. Comic fans love him right now. <laughs> <laughs> and out of deplorables or despicable, yeah, I can't remember what he called us. Yeah, out of spite, I'm like, I'm gonna go see this in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's meant to be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it was digitally restored, so it was a really nice print, and you know, it's Godfather Part Two. It's mafia epic. It's the basically the continuation, and it's the origin of a villain. I, I guess Michael Corleone becomes a villain. He's a straight up evil in this movie, and he continues to become an evil motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I mean. So this is just a char- again, it's a character study. You know about a guy's descent into the dark side, you know? Um, I, and that's basically what the Joker was. Everyone, like, uh, you know, these kids who never used to comic book movies, never seen movies like these before, about just a guy's, you know, a character study about a, a, a guy's descent into madness, uh, you know, that that's what these, uh, you know, Scorsese and Coppola and filmmakers like them made back in the 70s, or just these exploration of these characters and what drove them to be who they are and do what they do. Yeah. I always thought and, Michael Corleone was a guy that was, you know, he had his fate planned out for him. He was always trying to escape it, but no matter what mm-hmm. he did, it was going to, you know, eventually find yeah. his way back to him. And we were talking about it. Like there's that scene at the end, the flashback scene where he, you know, enlisted in the army. Um, and he, and Sonny tries to beat him up and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but he'd left his family. He left his family. Like, he didn't want to be a part of the family. Mm-hmm. You know, because the family was trying to, you know, I mean, Tom Hagen was like, we had plans for you. He was like, oh, you're, but yeah, you had plans for me. You know, so, um, so yeah, he always sort of ditched his family first. So when part two comes around and you see, you basically see him, he's trying so hard to protect the family, but in turn, he ends up losing his family. You know, he loses his wife and kids. He shoots his own brother at the end. You know, I mean, he does. He's just a a, a vile villain at the end of the at the end of the movie. You know, pushed his whole family, lost his family. And of course, what I like about it, I always like. Everyone says part two is the better movie. I tend to disagree. I like part one better because it sort of ends on a high note. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's. I mean, even though it's a it's a gangster movie and it's about the mob, but the Corleones sort of win at the end, you know. So right. Saz has some sort of uplifting ending. It's not so much a happy ending; it's just a badass ending, 
you know? <laughs> so I like that better than the part two is just a tragedy. You know, it's just straight up tragedy. You know, but it's but what makes part two awesome is the flashbacks of young Vito, played by Robert De Niro. Right. And which is like the quintessential Robert De Niro role. He barely says a word. And when he does, it's all it's in Italian. That's like one probably his best performance ever. So just the young Vito Corleone scenes makes this movie awesome. And and you see his rise to power and Michael's fall from grace. And that's what you see in this movie. These two separate stories, these two separate plots. So it is a great film. It, it was long. There was an intermission. Halfway through the movie, there was an intermission. So everybody got saying, to take Endgame didn't have an intermission. Is, Endgame didn't have an intermission. <laughs> what if we all got to get up and take a piss and refill our popcorns? so taking a dough bag with you or something yeah it it was it it was cool just to see because i never seen it on the big screen and um but i like i said i i've mentioned this before i grew up these movies i've watched godfather all my life godfather 2 might have traumatized me the beginning when they shoot his mom at the beginning yeah that shit fucked me up when i was a kid i saw that was a little kid when they shoot when young Vito is a little kid and they shoot his mom, mm-hmm. that fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> that scarred me for life. So, <laughs> makes it rated R. Yeah, rated R. <laughs> so yeah, Godfather Part Two. I know it's not a comic book movie, but it's about a villain. It's the origin of a villain. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's how they sold Joker as it. They said, "Oh, it's going to be a gangster movie." You know, that's how they sold it to us at first. Yeah, but none of it happened. But you know. <laughs> But I, I, I can see that. Um, like I said, there's the Frankie Five Angels where I was like, Epstein, Epstein suicide. That's right out. <laughs> I mentioned that before. I don't know why everybody just can't believe that he strangled himself <laughs> when the security cameras went off at the exact moment. I mean, why is this so hard to believe? Or they said, hey, I can't, I can't kill myself. Can you do it for me? <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, okay. Don't worry. We'll take care of your family, uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Five Angels. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, of course, the senator. You know? I mean, like, I was watching it. I was like, this could, like, this could be, like, an X-Men movie. Like, the Senator Geary, he could be, like, Stryker. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know what I mean? Or just... And then... Meeting with the Hellfire Club, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I despise you people and what you represent. You know, just <laughs> I mean, like I said, comic book movies have done this before, where they just yeah. take an existing classic movie and just rip it the fuck off, yeah. Yeah. like unabashedly. Like, for instance, uh, remember Barbed Wire? Hmm. Uh, it ripped off Casablanca. Oh wow, I didn't know that was that deep. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm like, like, like scenes and dialogue was taken from Casablanca. I, I saw I took a film class in college. So I had to see Casablanca, and I watched yeah. Barbed Wire. I'm like, this is fucking Casablanca. Like, yeah, the movie still sucked, you know. Besides <laughs> Pamela Anderson's tits, you know, but the movie still sucked. And you didn't even get to see those tits, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I was like, this, this shit, fucking Casablanca. This. <laughs> but like I said, comic movies do this shit all the time. So yeah, you're right. I could see the X Men doing a Godfather complete rip off, you know. Yeah. And it wouldn't and work. nobody would even know. Because those themes carry over into, like, the X-Men mythos. Here's the thing. You nobody know? would know until some assholes like us pointed out. <laughs> until we pointed out. Right. <laughs> and then everyone would get mad at us. Right. Okay, boomers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, this yeah. how it always goes. Yeah, you guys coming in here with your olive oil skin and your suits, <laughs> passing yourselves off as good Americans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, damn. If this shit was just, if this was Magneto and the Hellfire Club and comic book fans would eat this shit up. They really would. <laughs> yeah. But because they don't have superpowers, they're just going to ignore <laughs> Yeah, they ain't got capes on, so no one gives a shit. Right. That's why you're in the movie theater, you and Fanti just by yourselves. <laughs> yeah. And although it was, it was some, a lot of old people, a lot of boomers in there with us. <laughs> <laughs> Missing the days of real but, yeah. cinema. Yeah. But me and him were the, probably the only ones laughing because we had seen like, you know. All the little digs. Here's my offer. Nothing. We're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. I don't want theaters to die because it's like you said, you went and saw Godfather classic. Mm-hmm. You saw on a big screen. People keep saying, oh, I don't need to go to the theater because I had this 80 inch big screen stuff like that and the surround sound. I don't have that shit. So <laughs> if I see, you know, it at the theater, if it's a movie I really, really like, I'm going to see it. Like when they kept yeah. showing like uh, the Star Wars remakes in the theaters, I saw that shit every single time. Every single one of them I went and saw. Mm-hmm. I even saw episode one in 3D. When remember when they were supposed to convert them? Yeah, all I saw 3D. that. They never came out with two and three though. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but I, I waited for that. You know, I was like, okay, get, I, I saw one. Give me two and three again. Never came. I'm like, fuck. But I think that wasn't that around the time when Disney bought them or something. They bought them right after that, so they were going to restore them all in 3D. Right. But then they said, fuck it. But still, that pod race in 3D. Fuck, I don't give yeah. A fuck. That, that I don't well, care dope. what anybody says about episode one. The pod race the same is fucking awesome. Yeah, in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was dope. <laughs> oh, like, shit. So, yeah. Um, oh, shit. Put a, put a score on it. I, it's, it's fucking Godfather Part 2. It's 5 out of 5 for me. For me, it's 5 out of 5. That's it what I fucking, I think it got like 100% on Metacritic or some shit. Oh, that, that, and that, see, that's why Dr. Sleep probably bombed. Because nobody knows what The Shining is. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a sequel to The Shining, and kids these days don't know The Shining. They should have changed Doctor Fate or some shit and just made the same movie or something. Yeah. yeah, and if they did fucking see The Shining, they'd probably think it was boring. Or better yet, they sell the rights to DC and Marvel and just make take the same novel, adapt it into a graphic novel, sell it as, based on the acclaim, graphic novel. <laughs> then they'll go yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. You got to trick think, people into watching these movies now. I, I think that's why Doctor Sleep didn't make any money. Because it's a sequel to a movie nobody gives a shit about. See, here's the thing. Mark Millar is smarter than all of us. He already figured this shit out. <laughs> yeah, See, no shit. He doesn't write com- Everybody keeps saying he writes comics. He doesn't write comics. He writes screenplays disguised as comics. Mm-hmm. That's all he's doing. So he's writing. He's like, writing, instead of just selling uh, Hollywood his screenplay, he's like, let me make it as a, a sell it as a treatment first as a comic. So that way, when he sell it to uh, Hollywood, he can say, "But it's based on a comic." But it's really not. He just wrote this shit. He just yeah. wrote a screenplay as a comic and just sold it. He but just, they can yeah, market storyboards. He yeah, did he most of the storyboards. Like, no, so when he's selling uh, Kick Ass and Kingsman based on the graphic novels, but they're not really based on graphic novels. They're just storyboards. Yeah. yeah. Want it and all this shit like that? Like, oh, it's based on the comic. Got to go see it. It's not really based on a comic. Mm-hmm. He's fooling you. He hoodwink, bamboozle, <laughs> let him, let astray, run amok. But fuck it, get your money, Mark Millar. I don't care. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh yeah, let's move past this. Oh, uh, let's jump to the video game section. No, you know, before we jump in the video game section, one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, Halo. Well, actually, we are going to be in the video game section. Kind of like yeah, I'm dipping Halo. my to- foot in and out. 
So the first thing we're going to talk about is Halo. And Showtime has uh, ordered a show for Halo. So they're actually going to make a live-action Halo TV show. Oh, okay. Personally, Eli, I think that is a terrible idea. Live-action, huh? Live-action, yeah. Going to be real. Uh, I think it's a terrible idea uh, because the thing is, I don't think Halo translates to live-action. I know some people think it does, but I don't think it does because the main character, Master Chief, has absolutely no personality. Like, none whatsoever. He's like the blandest, most vanilla character you've ever seen in your life. So making him uh, a live-action hero, I don't think it's going to work. He's just some just big, dumb killing machine who's going to rise and kill everybody, but he didn't really have a personality. Now, that works in a video game because the blank slate that he is, when you're playing as him, he becomes like he's an avatar for you. So whatever personality he's missing, a characteristic he's missing, you're filling in that role. That's why he doesn't have a race. That's why he doesn't have, you know, an age or anything like that. Because basically whatever you think he is and whatever you think, whatever race you think Master Chief is, you're correct. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. He's just blank. You're like, you don't know what he is. But that's the whole point of him. He's a blank slate. So you can become the character. That's why when you're playing as a video game, you hear a lot of people like when you're watching a Batman movie or uh, uh, Captain America. Oh, watch how Captain America beat this guy and beat Thanos and Batman beat this guy. But when you're playing a video game, you hear people say they don't say Kratos did this. And they, they say I did this. I fought Zeus and I beat the Joker, you know, because you put yourself in the shoes of the character. That's my whole thing. So I'm thinking. Halo, yes, of course it works as a game because it made billions of dollars and shit like that. But as a movie, I think some things are going to get lost in translation. I think that's one reason why you haven't had so many, you know, like successful video game movies because some things are missing. You know, that's my take. But if it's successful, I'll I'll eat a chicken sandwich. (laughs) Uh, Okay, can we move on to the next part? Sure. Still sticking with the video game thing. And this is the part I want to talk about because, Eli, you see the, the banner. And now we're going to get into the banner. So it's, it's a two-parter that we're going to deal with. And this is the part I like to call the ass and titty section. So, Eli, I want you to break it down for me. Which one we're going to go with first? Are you an ass man or are you a titties man? Uh, I, I, I tend to be a titty kind of guy. I, I think. mean, 90% of dudes are going to pick titties. Yeah, but I, but, I, but I like an ass too. I like both. I mean, I like a nice round ass myself, you know. But yeah. most guys are going to pick tits. So let's go with the tits first. Okay. Now, it's going to be a, a roundaway to get there. I, I basically said tits to get your attention because I'm going to talk about something completely different. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> we're going to get to the tits eventually. Let's start with Smash Brothers first. Okay. So Smash Brothers has released a new character called uh, Terry Bogart. Terry Bogart is from the uh, SNK game called King of Fighters, Fatal Fury, all this shit. He is the, the protagonist of those games. So, and he's a new character in Smash Brothers, and they decided to make him. And the guy that made Smash Brothers, some something Suriaki Tamasuki, I'm completely fucked his name, but whatever. Uh, he did a 45 minute presentation with Terry Bogart of King of Fighters, and he was basically teaching you how to play the fundamental of fighting games. It was very weird. I'm like, do you Smash players not know this stuff? I mean. He was saying just simple stuff like, oh, now you're going to do normals. Now you're going to do special moves and you rotate the controller down, rotate it forward into a fireball motion. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking to? <laughs> like, I guess that must be that fan base that is supposed to be like the premier fighting game, but they don't know how to play fighting games. So he had to teach them how to play fighting games in order to learn how to play this fighting game character. You know, 
I guess, you know, Smash players don't know anything about, you know, hitbox, hurtbox, cancels, normal cancels, special cancels, BNB, TOD, anti-air crossers, recess, target chains. Yes, I talk the lingo. <laughs> I talk the talk. I, I know all this stuff. So, so watching him walk me through this, you know, baby steps on how to play a fighting game, I was like, okay, cool. But at the same time, since Terry Bogart has all his moves that he has in the other fighting game, including in Smash Brothers, it almost brings Smash Brothers almost into the legitimacy of a fighting game, kind of. Because <clears throat> I don't respect it. That's just me. But it's bigger than any fighting game I play. You know. Okay. So that's my whole thing. But he seemed pretty fun. Okay. I know I'm losing y'all. Let me get to the titties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they showed uh, the stage where he's going to fight on, and it was a bunch of ca- uh, cameos of other SNK characters they were fighting, you know. Uh, they're in the background, like Andy Bogart, Joe Kumazaki, Rock Howard, all those guys back there. But one particular character was missing from the cameos. And it's actually the most popular character from King of Fighters. Terry Bogart may be the protagonist, but he's not the most popular character. The most popular character is uh, Mai Shimurau. Probably completely fucked that name up, but it doesn't matter. She's the one with the titties. So, the reason they removed her from the game or banned her from the game because he flat out said uh, her boobs are too big for the young boys and girls like to play this game. King of Fighters are made for good boys and girls. And she's a bad oh, girl. Really? Yeah. So you can punch chicks, but you can't see their tits? Basically. Okay. See, that's why that's that's why serial killers exist. Because <laughs> of frustration, huh? <laughs> so, but you know what, Eli? Everybody was getting upset over about this, like because you know, like I said, Mai is such a popular character in King of Fighters. Uh, there was one game that she wasn't in. There was uh, King of Fighters Twelve because they were like redoing the graphics like that. They had to rebuild all the character designs from the ground up. And they didn't put her in there because I guess they were rushing the game and they didn't want to take the time with her. So people were pissed and boycotted that game. And it oh, was shit. like, hashtag, no my, no buy. <laughs> you know, so when they made the new game, they actually saved her, you know, addition as the last time. And every time they released a new character, it's my in it, it's my in it, it's my in it. And then it released her like, oh, yes. I'm talking about titties just as big as ever. Everybody was just like dancing in the streets and shit, you know, because she's going to be in the next game, you know. So, yeah, we. Fighting games got too much time on their hands. <laughs> but that's the whole point. She She's in the game of King of Fighters, but they said if they, somebody said maybe if they put her in Smash Brothers because the tits are so big, they might have actually altered the rating of the game. Oh, okay. I get it. Or some shit, you know, stuff like that. But you know what, Eli? They I'm just couldn't put her in a sweater? Okay, okay, you could do that. You give her breast reduction and all stuff like that, or, you know. But Why? I guess I don't know. It's it's because we know what the character does. She have a move that involves tits, the titty smash or something. Not really, but her every animation is like when she's just standing. You know how in every fighting game, like Ryu, when he's just you know jumping up and down and, and you know he's breathing in the stance. Well, her stance, her her titties jiggle. Okay. Yeah. So that's the thing. And then her winning pose when she wins, like she does like a titty bounce or something. <laughs> so she motorboats somebody <laughs> right that's like a special move and shit so that's her thing so honestly eli my whole thing about it i'm actually glad they did that because here's the thing the moment terry bogart was announced with smash brothers i get a phone call from my nephew 
he wants to buy Terry Bogart because he sees the commercial love and he wants to buy it because he's never played it before, but he looks like a cool character. So I went ahead and paid the money for him and let him buy it. Now, I don't want to have to have the conversation with a big titty ninja in the game with him. <laughs> you know, I, I want to save the conversation later on. Now, when he's older, I will be that uncle and have the conversation with him, you know. But for now, I don't want, you know, him to see it and my mom is sitting in and he's sitting in this big titty ninja in the background, titties bouncing, stuff like that. And he's five years old playing a Smash Bros. game. And she's mad at me. You know, I don't want to have the conversation. You know, yeah. it's weird enough people come over and you see a Dead or Alive game sitting on your counter. You're like, okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so I'm completely fine with them leaving my big titties out of the game. You know, save it for later, save it for another game. Uh, you know, leave it out of Smash Brothers. That's that's not the type of game we we know. Smash Brothers is the game for younger younger kids. Yeah, no reason to put this stuff in there now. So that's my thing. They're just gonna be Koopa or whoever the fuck anyways. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> let let them let them play that. All right, so we got that. Can we can we move to the ad section now? Sure. Okay. Yes. Now, here's the part we're talking about the ad section. Okay. Because there was a, a news report came out the other day that this fighting game uh, player, like I said, we're sticking with fighting games, has gotten married to an Instagram model in Japan who is oh, yeah. a booty model. Oh, no shit. In yeah. Japan? In Japan, yeah. Okay. He's Japanese also. Oh. So she, she's a Japanese booty model. I went on her Instagram page, you know, for research purposes. <laughs> you know news yeah it's the news <laughs> and i'm sitting here like how the fuck did he pull that off and then I, I i realized and i saw some fighting game player and i actually recognized the player because he was actually like a evo championship like that so the player's name is fudo okay so, one of the greatest fighting game players of all time you know uh he actually was a virtual fighter player at first he was so good at the game because the thing is virtual fighter is the hardest fighting game you can ever play you play that game, you get to the game, you're basically a robot or a machine or some shit like that. So he quit that game, switched to another game in Street Fighter, went to Street Fighter the next year, won Evo, the biggest tournament on the planet, in one year. Beat everybody. Because he was so good at another fighting game. You know. I guess he's so good at fighting games, he can pull big booty Instagram models and marry them. Well, he must have that. He must get paid. He must get paid. I know what you're thinking, Eli. I mean, he must have much like that. So remember, we talked about this last year with the uh, remember the weather chick from uh, Mexico, yeah, with the big booty. Okay, so she was engaged to the Call of Duty player. This ain't that situation. Have you ever seen a Call of Duty player? No. Okay, that dude had abs on top of abs on top of abs. Okay. He, he basically looked like if he wanted to try for Captain America, he could be him. <laughs> you know, this ain't that situation. This Fudo looks like he plays video games for a living. <laughs> but he's still able to pull this booty model so i'm thinking like damn is his street fighter skills that good he can pull a booty model it makes me want to go to go back in the lab he like i'm not i'm not training hard enough <laughs> so that's what i'm going to do from now on i'm just going to just stay here just play street fighter until uh rihanna or the at&t chick calls my rihanna, phone rihanna we ain't got a booty <laughs> She's got i'm a, a tits man man <laughs> <laughs> Either one, whatever. <laughs> so that's my. But at the end of the day, the main thing I want everybody to take away from this. This is what Uncle Lee was trying to tell you. Shoot your shot. So what if you look like you play video games for a living? You do play video games for a living. If you see a booty model, Instagram model, shoot your shot. Go for her, say something, slide her DMs or something. You might get shot down, or you might be Fudo. Yeah. And pull an Instagram model. Like, he has an Instagram model. 
your dumb ass is doing no nut November. <laughs> you know, pick your poison. Yeah. Go for the Actually, goal. Yeah, Swing for the fence. Yeah, exactly right. If you're doing nut, no, no nut November, you're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lee. That's how, that's how serial killers are made. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, so that's the part of the ass and titties portion of the of the podcast. Now we actually get into the actual meat of the podcast. So let's talk about this is the comic books where we talk about comic books and it's comic book bullies and we read a shit ton of shit. Well, actually, Eli wrote a, read a ten, shit ton of shit. Mm-hmm. So this pretty much is going to be the Eli show. Where I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette or something like. Well, I don't smoke cigarettes. But I don't know. Drink some water. Something. You could do know. that. Choose a bubble gum. I don't know. Well, I thought you read a lot of the same shit, so. Yeah, but you read all the same shit, too. So it's just like, it's just your show. But I guess I can start off and do X-Force number one. The yeah. X-Men? Okay. It's on the banner. Good. It's on the banner. So I'll do that one first, and then I the rest of the show i just give it to you. <laughs> okay. So X-Force number one. Now, Eli, you didn't read this at all, right? I did not read this. Okay. So uh, pretty long book, but I'm going to just breeze through it as fast as possible. Basically, the book starts off with this, uh, of course, this evil organization. I think it's all nothing but humans or mankind or whatever like that. And you got this guy talking who's got this weird mask, look like the black mask from Batman. And he's got this bodyguard with him who's this big-ass dude, look like Bane from Batman. And he's surrounded by this evil organization who's all wearing masks, look like the, the Court of Owls from Batman. I'm just like, okay, what the fuck is happening here, right? So anyway, he's telling everybody uh, to pull out the blade that's under your napkin that you're sitting down with, and I want you to prick your finger. Because, and I want blood to spill from your finger because we got to test to make sure that everybody in this room is not a mutant. Because if, if I find out you're a mutant, my buddy here is going to spill a lot more blood than that little bit uh, prick from your finger. You know, they walk around the room and they tell, and he points to one woman, he says, you, I don't see you pricking your finger, prick your finger. So she takes a glove, she's like, okay, she takes a glove off. Her glove is, I mean, her hand, her skin is like pale white. And she's like, you know, it took a lot of luck for me to get in here. And they're like, she's a mutant. Get her. And we already know who it is. It's, of course, it's Domino. You know, Domino starts beating the shit out of people, stuff like that, smacking left and right. The not Bane character gets the drop on her and knocks it down. And then uh, we don't know what happened to Domino's afterwards. All we know is that uh, the X-Men, Professor X sent her in there for a reason. But ever since that incident happened, he hadn't heard anything from her since. And it's been like a few days from now. Um Another scene, because now it's a pretty cool scene right here, where Beast is just walking through, you know, the river. You know, he's scanning plants and trying to, you know, discover the plant life of Krakoa. And he gets jumped by this mutant wolf. So apparently they have mutant animals on Krakoa. He's about to get attacked, but Wolverine jumps out, getting ready to save him. Beast's like, no, 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 leave him alone. Don't touch him. He's like, well, don't touch him. He's like, yeah, because I want to study the animal. He's like, and Wolverine's like, Beast, you didn't even see the animal uh, jump you. And that's the problem with Kokoa right now. We're so safe, we're so comfortable that it's dulling our senses. We were at the, the X-Mansion, we was on high alert at all times. Now we're at the point we can't even tell that mutant animals can jump behind us at a, at a moment's notice. That's the thing, Kokoa is making us soft because we're, we're feeling like we're too safe. And that's going to make us a target down the road. Trust me when that happens, you know. Cut down later on, uh, like I said, Black Tom Cassidy is back. He's running the island. Um... And here's the thing. The Reavers are back, but the Reavers are humans and they actually hijack a plane to try to infiltrate Kokoa because you can't uh, infiltrate Kokoa directly. Only way to do it is from very, very high up top. So they they parachute in where the the X-Men don't know they're there. And they're wearing psionic helmet blockers 
So Professor X can't even sense them. Like none of the telepaths can even sense that they're coming. So all they know is that the the humans, I mean the mutant families walking around something like that, shopping, stuff like that. Next thing you know, red beams on the head, boom, shot in the head. Like what the fuck? What was so they're getting sniped left and right, they don't know where they're coming from. Uh Professor X like, oh shit, I didn't even sense them coming. But obviously I know why they're here. They're here to assassinate me. So he takes off running because he knows they're coming just for him. So they're down there. Uh, just killing off every mutant they can. Wolverine, Beast show up. Jean Grey show up, trying to take them out as fast as possible. Uh, Wolverine tries to jump one of them. He gets riddled with bullets, just shot the fuck up. While he gets shot up, Beast jumps the same guy to try to get him and tears him straight. Like Beast just kills the fuck out of this guy. Wolverine's like, damn, I'm impressed. Okay, so uh, what else we got? So they kill every Reaver except one. One Reaver is able to track down Professor X. CPS says, Professor X, like, hold up, don't do this. We're on the same side. We want the same thing. And before he even finished the sentence, the Reaver shoots him in the head. Professor X, dead. Cerebro, dead. Like, broken in half and all this shit like that. Wolverine sees Professor X dead on the ground and just goes to town on this Reaver, just chopping the shit out of him. Beast is like, no, don't kill him. Don't kill him. We got to leave one alive so we can find out. We can question him, see what the hell is going on. But it's already, Wolverine's just like in a whole other state right now. Like, state of mind. He like, fuck this guy. He killed Charles. He got to go. You know, like, Beast is like trying to hold his claws back. She's like, they're from killing him. And then, uh, like, the people, like, the other X-Men, like, I, I don't sense Professor X. What happened? Please don't tell me what the fuck happened. And the book ends with Cerebro shattered and Professor X assassinated. The end. Wow. Yeah. So, a lot of shit happened there. That was like a shock. And like, whoa, what the fuck? Because the thing is, like, you know, the X-Men can keep coming back and they can keep resurrecting themselves, but they did it through Professor X and through Cerebro. That was like, it's like, you can keep copying them as long as you have the hard drive, but if you shoot the hard drive, you can't come back. So, Ain't they got those hard drives on the other planets, though, or some shit? Or how'd that go? How'd that, how'd that work? Right, but can anybody access them but Professor X? That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Quite the pickle. I don't know. <laughs> Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> All right, now it's the Eli show. I'm gonna let you take What's over. What's the score? Oh, oh shit. Uh, man, five out of five, man. Your boy Brent Benjamin personally killed this shit. Oh, really? He yeah, he wrote that. this. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, should I do? You want me to do New Mutants, or you want to do Mutants? No, 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 no. Don't let me take this from you. You got it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, like New Mutants number one, uh, we got the squad is reborn on Krakoa, right? Um, and it's everything's lovely. It's like heaven. Uh, what's her face? Rain Sinclair says. Yeah, Wolfbane, um, which which actually Wolfbane's died last year, and it was a huge deal. Like it was on the news, like that a member of New Mutant dies. I Wolfbane think you, dies. It was like a I huge think, deal. Didn't you? Didn't you read? Did you read that book? That, that I don't happened? think I did. I just I just heard about it. Okay, I think Comic yeah. Cast did. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, basically, um, it, it, this is basically the gangs back together. We got the old school lineup back together, getting into some shit like they always do. They go to space with the what do they call the Star Jammers? Yeah. Uh, to go visit Roberto's family somewhere in Shear space territory. Mm, they, they, they're going to get Cannonball. Okay, whatever. Um, so they go to space. They're they're on this pirate ship, and they go to this like really fucked up, you know, Mos Eisley spaceport, you know, scum and villainy area. And uh, what's that guy's name? I forget his name. Uh, Corsair. The, the, yeah, Corsair. Yeah, 
yeah. he says like, yeah, you guys got to stay on the ship because this place is rough. You know, it's not a place for kids. There's this like fucked up religion cult that like converts everybody and shit and they make slaves out of you and all this shit. So we're going to go, we got a job to do. We got to steal some shit because we got to sell it. To, and you know, we got a job to do. So you guys wait on the ship. So they go do the job and the, and the, and the mutants are like, well, fuck that. Let's go save these slaves, you know? And, you know, so they decide to leave and magic like teleports them to the, to where they're going to go steal the shit. And it's like some egg and the star jammers show up. And they're like, you know, we got it. We, we need this egg. We got to go sell it. The security shows up and there's a big old shootout. And the star jammers like, hey, man, we got to go, man. So they like just basically ditch the new mutants there and take off. And the new mutants are, you know, basically left to fend for themselves. Um, and that's kind of where the book ends. Uh, but, but Roberto has a lawyer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, I got to like... This comicsology, I gotta like scroll through these pages and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I'm getting used to. It's yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Have legal trouble? Yeah, that's right. He's got a space lawyer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because he kept saying it all through the book. I got a space lawyer if I get in trouble. So yeah. So um, I mean, this was there was some other like little plot like um, side plots where uh, Cipher and Mondo's have like Mondo's taught like hook. What does he do, like, bonds with Krakoa and is trying to, like, speak through Krakoa? I, I think and that happened because I think at first he was like, Mondo, can you enter Krakoa? He was like, no. Then yeah. I think he was Krakoa. Krakoa, can you enter Mondo? He was like, yeah. Yeah, and he does. He, like, possesses him, which is, right. like, really weird. I don't know what that means. I don't I mean, know if that – I mean, he invaded his body without his permission. Yeah. You can read it however you want to. But... So, yeah. So does is Krakoa going to be, like, a, a character now? I don't know. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that that's just weird. Um, yeah, there's that like and there's like conversations, you know, it gets really deep and philosophical, you know, Rain Sinclair's being reborn and you know, uh there's that conversation between her and Sean about le- leaving the past behind and this is a or new like dawn. you know. Yeah. Yeah, this is a new dawn of a new age. Let 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 go of the past. Kill it if you have to. Um, <laughs> Danny and Roberto are talking about the history of mutant kind and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than all that weirdness. But actually, when you think about it, that the new mutants were always kind of weird like that. Even back in the day, even the art. Uh, did, did they ever have like a comedic tone like this? Yeah, but they were definitely they were, going for comedy in because they were always teeny boppers. They were always like teenagers. Okay, that, okay that's another issue I have with this book. They're but adults they're now. They grew up in the book. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're reborn, right? I mean, I figured that's what this was. They're reborn as kids again. So, they're... but only one of them died. But I thought like, they Roberto all... was running the Avengers like last year. Oh, I don't know. You're getting into continuity. Technically, they should be like in their 40s. That's the thing. Okay, okay, okay. Look, so Hickman wants to pretend like they're in their own continuity, but they keep referencing other continuities because Cannonball has been in the Shi'ar Shi'ar, uh, Empire ever since uh, the New Avengers, which was like in 2012. So that's where he's been the whole time. So now they're just like, oh, yeah, he's in. Let's go get him in the Shi'ar Empire. I like that whole annihilation and bullshit like that. He was all in that shit. So okay. they're referencing this shit. So this this whole Krakoa shit is in the Marvel Universe continuity. 
And this is why I don't give a shit about X-Men. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's in continuity when they feel like it's to be in continuity. Yeah, I mean, I just thought, oh, they could reborn or make them kids again? I don't fucking know. <laughs> they're kids. New Mutants, they're the teenage X-Men. Oh, like they, they, again? Like okay, <laughs> they're, you know, they're, or else they're not. You know, I don't know. <laughs> like Cannonball is married with kids now. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I haven't read really read any of the shit in ages. So I don't. I that's, just that's remember what I'm saying like he married a Shiar guard and he got a bunch of kids and shit like that. So he's gonna show up in eighty one. And they keep calling them kids, like the uh, like the Star Jump keep calling. Oh, I don't even like kids. Get the fuck out of here. They're not fucking kids. They grew up. Yeah, like didn't Danny Moonstar like become a Valkyrie? And, right. Like, they should like that like, shit existed. Yeah, fought Hella and all this shit. And right. Like, yeah. Like uh, 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 Magic, she became king, uh, queen of hell and shit. Yeah. But now but they're kids they. again. They're kids. Okay. I mean, Cipher, Cipher was in House of X. Right. Cypher was communicating with Krakoa. Right. Even in House of So, and he was a kid there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess. I, 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 maybe we're nitpicking. I, I feel like that's a nitpick. you nitpicking, man. Okay, I'm nitpicking. No, 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 no. You're doing it too. You're doing it too. You're, you're right I, there with me. I, I, I can't, but I, I'm looking past it because this felt like the old school shit. I mean, and when I, I get it. You got to let yeah. some shit go, you yeah. know. This is just the kids being kids again. I and mean, that's what they do. Fuck, we're not going to stay on the ship. Let's go fucking do some... Let's go out and have some fun. Because right. that's what they were always doing. They're always like, oh, Professor X ain't home. Well, let's go party or let's go do some shit. And then they end up fucking running into a Sentinel or some shit. They, always, they get into some adventure or whatever. While they're always fucking around being a bunch of fucking knuckleheads. Because that's what they were doing. They were troublemakers. They were, you know, they were teenagers, angsty teenagers that didn't want to stay put. That's basically what was going on a lot back back in the day, you know. So that's what it kind of reminded me of. So it's kind of like it's a throwback to the back then, you know. Okay. Which I I, 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 let it slide. I, let it I slide. enjoy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're technically they're not adults. It's like Bart Simpson's. Why is he still fucking a, a kid? Why is Maggie can't talk? I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like you know, like in this would be like in The Simpson if if Bart did get married, had kids, grew up, you know, mortgage. And then the next issue, okay, he's a kid again. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm, um, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna slide yeah, because I mean, it's like you said, the, they trying to recapture the old '80s New Mutant feel. And yeah. I, I was, you're in that more than I was. I didn't read the book. I didn't get into it till X Force. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and even the who who did the art on this? I don't know who does the art on any of these Marvel books. Yeah, like this fucking Texas. Can I zoom in? I can't even zoom in. Use your finger and spread it out. I'm trying to, man. I can't. Well, oh, here we go. Ed Brisson and Jonathan Hickman, Rod, Rod Reese, I guess Reese Travis Lanham on letters. Um. So yeah, but it did have that Sikowitz, Sinkavitz, or how do you say his name? Um, Bill Sequence. Yeah. yeah, some of the some of that shit did look like it had that weird art that his style, that abstract style he has. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, there was that other thing where they put the fucking flower in uh, Mondo's body and shit. Yeah, because the the flat the Krakoa flower was killing uh Chode. I know his name's not Chode, but I always can call him Chode. Is that his name Chode? I, thought I, I his don't name- think I don't think his name is Chode, but I'm gonna say Chode. Yeah, I thought it was Chode. I'm pretty where'd sure I get, that's not it. But. Where did I get his? Where did I? Where did I get chode from? 
I don't know. I don't even think I want to know. <laughs> this one said, I'm pretty sure that's too. not it. But anyway, uh, like the Krakul was killing out those plants, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. You know. Yeah. So other than that, I, and that's just that, that's just the weirdness. There was always a a tad of weird abstract. You know, weirdness to new mutants. You know what I mean. And, and here's the funny joke on there because they kept asking like, uh, you know, Corsair was telling like, oh, this planet is the worst planet ever. What's the worst thing you hate of all time? I hate uh judgy fundamentalists. When I hate people with four oh, yeah, arms. Yeah. Well, we got a judgy fundamentalist yeah. with four arms down there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like then he it. was I, full of shit the whole time, anyway. So. I like I like it when <laughs> they're like. What the hell? Why are you ditching us? We never did anything to you. He's like, hey, you chopped off my arm. You drank all my brandy. And you... <laughs> I don't like kids. <laughs> yeah. Then they kicked him off the ship. And then it's funny. He's like, well, I guess it's time for me to rescue the team. And then the next thing you say, oh, uh, we surrender. Yeah. So he got caught anyway. So they were saying the book had a comedic feel to it. I wasn't used to that, especially reading. Because I read X-Force first. And X-Force was all, you know, this deep you know shocker at the end everything was super serious then you read new mutants and it's just like they're just having fun being you know goofballs and shit like it was two different tones but i enjoyed and, it you know and that's what i enjoyed i was worried i was worried this was gonna be like powers and house and shit where it's just gonna get all weird and like what the fuck is happening but no it the the fact it grounded it the, the teen the teenage angst grounded the book to mm -hmm. where i you know where i that's what i enjoyed about it you know so I give it a four out of five. I'll, I'll stick. I'll, I'll I'll read the next issue. Yeah. I mean, once I got the once I because I had to read it twice because, like I said, the tone of the book was so different from every other X book that's been out there so far because every other X book is taking itself super seriously. Yeah. So once yeah. I read this book and I realized, okay, this book isn't taking itself as seriously as the other books are. They they're having fun. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I can I can deal with this. It's it's yeah. it's setting itself apart. From the other books, one of the better X books I've read out of all these other Hickman era books we've read so far. Yeah, and that's what I remember last week. I was like, I don't know, man. Hickman's writing this shit. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be all weird, and I mean, it was, but it was still. It was straightforward. You know, I, I understood yeah. everything that was going on. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I I liked it for what it was. So yeah, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Like I said, I'm yeah. not too familiar with the new mutants. I kind of, sort of, kind of know them. Mm -hmm. I, I won't boom boom. She's not in it, so. I want my boom no, boom. she wasn't in it. She this was is like the old school. This is like the old, the, the OG lineup. Yeah, I know. And Boom Boom's like not an Sean OG member. I know. Sean and fucking, uh, yeah, Sunspot and Can was Cannonball there? Was Cannonball? I, I don't know. Was he in it? that? He, he? I don't. I don't think he was. Let's I don't. See. He might not be an OG member either. Uh, he was like it, not in the first. He eventually got on the team like. During that old run, but yeah, like, but I don't sure, think like the uh, first issue he might have not been there. Well, Magic wasn't OG either. She okay. came on later on. Oh, and, and plus two of those members like Chamber and I think Mondo. I think both of them from uh, Mondo. And, yeah, Mondo wasn't around for a while. They're not and, even. I don't think they're even New Mutants. Yeah, and then um, what's her face? The, the 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 Roman chick. What's her name? Who does the lava? The fuck's her name? Magma. Mag. Yeah. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I completely guessed that. I don't know. I, that, is that her name? I, can't, I don't know, mate. We're, we're going to go with that, just the, like Chode. So. She, like, can make the volcano, the lava come out and shit. And she's, like, the goddess of Ro Roman goddess or some shit. Okay. You, I don't know. You, this has you, been you so talking, long. Okay. You, you, I don't I'm, know. <laughs> I'm, enter, I'm entering another realm now. Right. 
So that's what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So you can go next. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Four out of five. I'm giving it. Okay. So the next book I'm going to do is Green Lantern Black Star. You sure can do this book. <laughs> Fuck. I should have let you have this one. <laughs> or do you want Legions? No, 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 no. I'll do this one. I'll do this one. Because I don't know shit about Legions. I, I figure you would know more about that. I, I'll probably, I, I don't know shit about Legion either, but I'll take a crack at both of them. Okay. Okay. But let's do Black well, I'll Star. I'll take one of them. I'll do this one if you do Legion. I kind of want to do Black Star. I, All right. Okay. I, I'll do Black Star. Okay. All right. Now, keep in mind, I haven't been keeping up with the Green Lantern thing. All I know is that I saw Grant Morrison in it, and I know Grant Morrison is my type of weird, so I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah, I actually went back and caught up on that shit. What the Green Lantern? The the the, the Grant Morrison Green Lantern run. Yeah, really? I actually caught up. Yeah. So you know more about this shit than I do. But, uh, do I? <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck I don't even know what the fuck a Black Star is. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Black Star. Yes, well, I know they're the rap group with Talib Kweli and Most <laughs> Def that came out in two thousand five. I know that. That's the only Black Star I know. I don't know a Green Lantern Black Star. <laughs> Uh, that's the the with the Bezel Beth and shit, the vampire. Yeah, guys. yeah. Okay, let me just dive into it. If if I fuck up, just well, do you know what happened at the end of that run? Uh, I can, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just read through it, and you just okay. fill in, and you okay. fill in the blanks. Okay, I'll let you know. What like I said, I just I just went, I went in bare. Just just go. Okay, so this, this is what happened. All I know is that Green Lantern. Okay, not even Green Lantern. Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan is back to being parallax. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Weird. Fuck it. Let's go with it. He's got some weird vampire chick with the name Belzebeth, I think her name is. Belzebeth, yeah. Okay. Belzebeth. Belzebeth, whatever. Beetlejuice. Okay. So, she, uh, they're recruiting some, like, evil guys and shit like that. They're talking shit to them. They're like, who the fuck are you? I'm going to rip your face off, and I'm going to wear it as my underwear. You know, and all this shit like that. Oh, you're not going to do a fucking thing. So, Beelzebub, Belzebeth, Beetlejuice, whatever, rips one of their fucking heads off and drinks the blood. Now, it fucked me up. you like, I didn't even know she was a vampire. Yeah, so I started like, like what the fuck, man? <laughs> okay, she's like she's vampires, fuck. yo. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't know that. I was just like, this. she's just some crazy chick, you know? Okay, that's hard fucking core. So she talked him into it, like, if you we recruit you to Black Stars, you can be this, and you can help us change the universe. Like, okay, cool, I'm in. After she ripped one dude's head and drank his blood like that, so they fly off. They go to the what is that? The Overmaster Zero. Okay, they go to the Overmaster M- Zero. M- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Overmaster so Zero war, to go to Overmaster war, Zero. War World or whatever. Yeah, well, they go to Overmaster Zero, and then they're talking about okay, the next stop we gotta go to, we gotta go to uh, Overworld, not Overworld, World War World. War World, yeah. Yeah, to uh, basically to intimidate Mongol because Mongol mm-hmm. rules the War World. He's this evil, you know, warlord or whatever like that, and they basically gotta either make him join or kill him, one or the other. Uh, Parallax, Hal Jordan, basically like, let me go talk to him first. And let me just see what I can get over with Mongol, you know. Uh, what they talking to Mongol? Uh, he's over there. Mongol is talking on, I guess, a FaceTime call with Beelzebub or whatever fuck her name is. And he's like, I got your boy Hal Jordan. He's in, you know, my pit with my space rancor or some shit like that. And she's about to eat the fuck out of him, you know. Uh, and I'm not going to join you because y'all are some bullshit. And matter of fact, I'm going to sell like a hundred torpedoes. Was it torpedoes? Warpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. I think I was watching another show and I got it confused. Warpedoes. I, I want a warpedo. <laughs> okay, so he shoots like a thousand warpedoes at the Black Star Zero, destroys it, and Beelzebub or Beetlejuice, whatever the fuck they, she's just like, 
Oh, congratulations, Mongool. You destroyed Overmaster Zero. Guess what? Now we're going to send Overmaster 12300 at your ass. You're like, the fuck? Yeah. So they just fuck up World War altogether. Uh, Hal Jordan just like, okay, I'm tired of playing. He kills the Rancor Beast or whatever like that, just like it's nothing. And then Beetle Chick jumps down and drinks the blood of Mongool, like drains him of all the power. You know what the fuck's happening and basically submits. You know, that's it. So you say, I, you know, it will take thousands of generations to get you to submit. So I'm going to remake you instead. Yeah. Because <laughs> he kept talking all this shit. I am the destroyer of worlds and I've beat Superman and all this shit like this. Like, I don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you just just talking bullshit at this time. So they finally find the the leader of the Black Stars, which is uh Mu Mew and Mew the controller. Yeah, yeah, Mew the controller. Okay, he's supposed to be their god or some stuff like that, and whatever he says goes. But he actually doesn't speak. He speaks through this this Beetlejuice chick or whatever like that. So and she's like she's uh basically engaged to Hal Jordan. They're gonna get married, but it said before they get married, he has to prepare a feast for her, and he's preparing a feast right now. So we cut to Hal Jordan, and the feast he's preparing is Planet Earth. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn, the end. <laughs> so like I said, I had no idea what the fuck's going on in this book. I mean, like beforehand. I I, I kind of just pick up the pieces, you know, that, cause that's the, that's the, that's how I rate how a comic book is. I should be able to take a comic and at least know the general idea. I mean, I know every single detail that happened, but I should at least be able to pick up the general idea. For the most part, for a Grant Morrison book, I was at least able to figure out shit. Yeah, you know, for the it most is part. it is weird that Grant Morrison shit. The run is yeah. weird as fuck. Um, but basically. This is like a whole new reality. Like what? the reality, yeah, this whole, what's going on in this book is like, is like an, almost like an Elseworld. Because okay. like in, in the last issue of Green Lantern, how basically was he was about to die. And Bezelbeth basically said, okay, you could either die or we got this, I forget what it was called, like we got this thing that will destroy the universe or remake it. He's like, you could remake the universe right now. But you have to join the Black Stars to do it. So, oh, okay. I, I did briefly read that last issue, the Miracle Machine. Is that what they call it? Yeah, something like that. That was yeah. that was in Final Crisis, which also Grant Morrison wrote that bullshit too. Yeah, and so that's what that is. So in this book, like the Green Lanterns never existed in this new reality. Like, and remember he was saying something in the beginning, something about I dream about you know the, I sense the Green Lanterns. Oh, those are just your dreams, man. The Green's oh. Lanterns never. I, I never realized just, something weird had happened. I thought like the yeah. Green Lanterns, had, I mean, got killed or some shit. You know. Yeah, and you see like John, jo- not John Jones, uh, what's his name? John Stewart. John John Stewart. Like a couple of those Green Lanterns, they're now black stars. They're all black stars now. Okay. So the Green Lanterns never existed, and like yeah, the the Guardians, they you they uh they trap those demons or something. They use the last of their energy to trap those demons on Oa. And then said, yeah, and then when she goes down to, like, you can join us and help us remake the universe. Yeah, that's what I was confused about, because they're on Oa, but I don't see any Guardians, I don't see any Green Lanterns, I just yeah. see these weird-ass-looking demons and shit. Yeah, the the, 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 the Guardians, the, she said something about, like, the Guardians use their last power to trap these demons on the planet. And she's just basically, hey, we're we're basically remaking the universe, and we're, we need y'all to help us, you know, but you have to bow to the black stars and MU the controller and all that shit. So 
And Bezelbeth is basically the queen of the vampires. I mean, uh, and uh, she, like, back in that run, Hal was, like, under went undercover and joined the Black Stars, you know. And the Black Stars are basically this cult, this, like, death cult, but they believe in peace and all that shit. Peace and peace and harmony, and they're but they're trying to like, you know, kill the universe to achieve to achieve peace. And basically, if we just kill everybody, there'll be no assholes. Yeah? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's basically what they're doing. They're like this cult that's trying to like, you know, make the universe in their image. And and how was had to go undercover and like join them. And like in one of the, in one of them. He had to die. He had to like. He went to the planet of vampires. That was an awesome issue. I can't remember if it was six, five or six of that of that run. Okay. Uh, he goes to the planet of vampires and has to like go through these trials to gain that gauntlet and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and at the end, they're like, okay, you got one more task to do. You have to prove your loyalty. And you have to fucking so you got to kill this guy. And it turned out to be Adam Strange. You had to kill Adam Strange. What? Yeah. No, not Adam Strange. Yeah, but in the next issue, he like it was just all a ruse. See, he shot him, but it was just like put it was like on stun or something. He just put him in a coma. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then the like he goes to Mu, who's like a read his mind and shit. It's like okay, we know you're undercover. We know, <laughs> we know we're, you're working for the, you know, you're still working for the Green Lantern Corps. Is a you know. But we need your power, you know, because he was trying to like they were trying to like get inside his ring and shit. Yeah. You know, and they're like, we know, see, we know you're you're undercover, but you know what? If you join us, blah 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 blah, we'll bring about peace and all that shit. I can't remember what happened, but then the cow ended up getting trapped inside the ring, and that was an issue. Holy shit, that was weird. Yeah, he gets trapped inside his ring, and the ring is that he meets the soul of a ring. The soul of his ring, and it's a chick. That was another weird issue. Yeah, this was a weird run, man. <laughs> it's Grant Morrison. What do you expect? Yeah. So and so, yeah, that last final ish, that the final like lead up to to this whole reality getting rewritten was yeah, all kinds of multiverses and you know Green Lanterns from all from from Earth this and planet that you know there was like a the Batman Lantern and the hippie lantern. Like, it was weird. <laughs> it was like a dude who looked like a stoner, but he was a green lantern, but he looked like a hippie and shit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to stick with because they said the next issue he fights Superman, but since you said this is an alternate universe Superman, it's supposed to be like an asshole Superman? Something. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is only a three issue. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing. I don't know where, but yeah, I, I, yeah, it's weird. I, I I I'll stick with it because I just I, yeah I liked it because it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give it a three point five out of five just because I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but it seemed interesting enough that I do want to pick up the second issue. Yeah. To see what the fuck is happening, like okay, Hell George yeah. is evil, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, and I, I I'm not I'm the thing is I've never been that familiar with Green Lantern, you know. So mm-hmm. I like went back and read some of Jeff Johns because I got the DC Universe app and yeah all those all those comics on there. Now the Jeff Johns, some of the some of the Jeff Johns shit, that's like some of DC's best books. Those Green Lantern yeah. books he read, especially like did you read Rebirth? I didn't read Rebirth. No. Rebirth. Did you read Sinestro War? No. Should I read those? I'll read those. Yes, the fuck you should. Yes, like read okay. Rebirth first and then Sinestro War. Sinestro War is fucking nuts. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the new Fifty Two shit that was with like John Jones or not John Jones. <laughs> the fuck's his name? Uh, John Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying John Jones. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I like went back and read some some of that Jeff John shit just to like get familiar with the, you know, with the terms and the people, Pollywog or Kilowog, or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all that shit. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, especially that. What's that dude's name? Liam. Liam Sharp. Sharp. That yeah. dude's art. Holy fuck. You should have read his Wonder Woman run. His Wonder Woman. That shit was insane. The yeah, art he was putting it, into. Well, he did that Brave and the Bold shit with the. That was cool too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he. I was kind of bummed that he didn't do. The, he did the cover, but not the artwork. And stuff. I still so like the art in, like, in his book, uh, though. Whoever did it. It was still cool. Yeah. 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 But, oh, but yeah. And matter of fact, a reason I because I do want to know everybody. Shameless plug. We did a YouTube review of Greenlander number three on there, and it's one of our biggest well, videos we have. So everybody go check that shit out. Was that the one with the God guy? Yeah, Greenlander versus like God. That's the name of it. So just type it in, you'll find it. They were selling planets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that's some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But let's let's go to the next now now we should wait. Who reviewed? I reviewed. Yeah, your turn. Technically you reviewed that book too. You want me to do book. Legion. I gotta do Legion? I'll do it. I don't know. So basically, Legion of Superheroes. Brian Michael Bendis' his new book. Yeah. Um. So Superboy gets time warp. Like what? The three thousand years or how many thousands of years? I think there's a thousand. Thousand years into the future. I think. Yeah. Let's, let's go with that. The, he meets the Legion of Superheroes and they're all like, "Hey, it's Superboy!" and blah 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 blah. And they're showing him around this. Uh, the, the the planet or whatever, or the new metropolis or whatever, and it's underneath the glass, it's underneath the dome or whatever, and all that shit. And um, what what happened at the end? Some shit happened at the end, right? Oh, uh, they talked to the female president. Female president is pissed that they plucked Superboy out of the past. Oh yeah, they, yeah, that's right. And they zoom in on her, and we're supposed to be shocked or something. And they said it be continued. It said to be continued. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I are guess. we supposed to care who she is? I don't know who she is. I didn't know but who But they Harley made it is. seem like it's supposed to be a big deal. Like, <gasps> it's her. Like, who the fuck are you? I didn't know. And they found, oh, yeah, something like there's some, like, drug dealers that are after Aquaman's trident. Yeah, because they haven't seen it in a thousand years, and then they found it. And... Yeah. Oh, because they, they're thinking uh, the oceans have dried up, and they're thinking Aquaman's trident can bring the oceans back or some shit. Okay, sure. I'll buy that. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I Yeah, other than that, I, I just I just read this because I thought you were gonna read it and I just want to know what you were talking about. I, I read it because I'm like, okay, it's Legion. Because here's the thing: Super Bendis was just dipping his toe in the water with Superman. They're giving Bendis the DC universe. He's just gonna get bigger and bigger because he's already doing this. He already's doing Young Justice. He already's doing Naomi. Now he's doing the Legion, and now he's just gonna get more and more books as it goes along. So the Bendis, so Bendis is slowly becoming a virus that is taking over DC. So you kind of gotta know where he's going to understand all this shit, because that's how Bendis is. Okay. Like you miss one Bendis book, you don't know what the fuck's happening. So I read this simply because Bendis is becoming, they're giving Bendis more and more power. So I'm like, I gotta read this shit because I know for a fact this shit is gonna pop up eventually later on in one of those Superman books. I'm not gonna know the fuck what's happening, even though I read this shit and still know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I I didn't know, and I I'm yeah I'm not a DC guy, so I just didn't. Yeah. Know. I mean, what well, the thing is, the, the very little bit that I know of the Legion of Superheroes is basically this: 
superheroes in the future, they go pluck Superman out of the past, Superman chills, not, not Superman, Superboy, they pluck Superboy out of the past, hang around with him and bullshit like that, blah, 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 send him back to the past, and that's it, you know. But since there is no, since Superman was never Superboy, they get the actual Superboy to pal around with him. So it's the same story, it's just instead of Clark Kent, it's Jonathan Kent. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I know. It's just like a fifty billion of these guys flying around, which is why I never really liked them because even even Jonathan Kent said like, yeah, the Teen Titans like six of them, just leave like six of them. It's like a hundred of you guys. It's too many of these fuckers. <laughs> the Legion, man. <laughs> I, I, they're a Legion. I know, man. It's a pocketbook boy and a fall off boy and arm eating boy and sandwich boy. It's too many of these fuckers. Yeah. You know, just keep it simple. You know, whatever. Um, I don't, I don't care about number book number two. I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna read the next one. I read this shit, and honestly, out of all the books we read, most of them was pretty fun. Like I said, Black Star, I knew not shit about what the fuck a Black Star was, but at least I'm interested. I read this shit, and I was like, I don't give a shit about Planet Gotham or Planet Bloodhaven or <laughs> what the fuck ever. Fuck this yeah. book. Uh, I, art was cool. I give it a three out of five, but it's it's suffering. It's it's been to see. That's the problem. It's been to see. I'm bringing that word back. Here's the thing. Because nothing fucking happens in this book. And that's the problem with a lot of these Bendis books I've been reading. Nothing fucking happens. It's just them. And he's like, it's just introducing Superboy to this new planet or this new time. Right. And setting some shit up. I mean, I won't fault it for not, because just because I'm an ignorant dumbass and don't know what was going on, I'm not going to fault it for that. I just didn't know. I, I'm not familiar with the world. But, yeah, I know. Like, you got to set like, up the world because it's in I, I, Yeah, but being coming in blind like that I did, being a noob, I still didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, okay, if this is a number one and you're trying to get new readers, you kind of failed on that because I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> You know, I, I so, was the same way. I was like, I, I, I don't care. About I'll give it a three out of five just for that. You know, yeah. I won't, I won't, I don't, I don't know this shit, so it sucks. So I won't be that guy. <laughs> you know, Godfather's boring. I'm not going to be that pretentious asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just because I don't understand it, don't mean it ain't no good. I mean, maybe somebody <laughs> likes this. I don't know. Maybe I've never gave a shit about the Legion superheroes like ever. You know. Yeah, neither have I. So that's why even reading this book, I'm just like, I don't, I don't give a shit about them. Maybe like, I don't even came. like the X Men. You think I'm gonna care about this shit? Like superheroes, kids in the future? No. Right. Like, why the <laughs> fuck are they all kids anyway? Yeah. <laughs> that never made any sense to me. Anyways, it's just like yeah. I don't never, I never gave a shit about the leading superheroes. They keep popping up. They keep shipping. Wasn't down that like the shit in House of X we didn't care about or Powers of Ten? <laughs> yeah, they keep a like thousand the, years the future, in the future. Shit, like all this shit, thousand years in the future. Like, why you keep shoving this shit down our throat? We don't care. Yeah. Well, here's a whole book about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Like, we don't care. Stop giving us future shit. We don't care about, basically. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, that's that's all I got. I, you did all my books. So. Oh really? Oh you, man. You reviewed them all. I got all. The, I well, I got to talk about Batman, yo. Uh, that's why I didn't read it because I know you. I know you were gonna get it. Oh, this is so dope. <laughs> I figured it was. <laughs> this is so dope. So basically, it's finally we see Batman and Bane fight, and Batman's like, "Okay, this is mano y mano, man. No fucking help. I'm a, no masks, no suits, no venom. Just me and you, toe to toe. 
skin on skin. <laughs> okay, so you read what I read because I read the first three issues and I saw them just getting undressed and like it's just gonna be me and you. Yeah, the woman's gonna stand. I'm like, are you about to fuck? What, what, what the hell going on? <laughs> like, why are you getting naked? She, he's like, what about Catwoman? Oh, this ain't her fight. This ain't her city. This is <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. So you just and read those just, first three issues, just like, oh, what the fuck's happening here? So they basically they they basically start right about the fight, but right as right right before they throw the first punch, Catwoman whips whips up Bane's arm. Then Batman had a couple of batterings taped to his back, like 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 in Die Hard. Oh, he cheated. Run. Yeah, he cheated. Oh, bullshit! And then they start beating the shit out of fucking Bane. They fuck Bane up, and and Batman fucking grabs picks Bane up over his head. All right, motherfucker, I'm gonna do it. You did to me. And then he's like right about to break his back. And then pow, he gets shot by his dad. Oh, yeah, because he likes guns. <laughs> and kabam. And there it is. Oh, during the fight, Catwoman got killed. Like Bane. What? Like, yeah. During the fight, ba- uh, uh, Bane like threw fucking Catwoman against the wall and like broke her neck or whatever. And then, then Batman gra- – that's in the Batman picks him up and is right about to break his back. And then uh, his dad shows up and shoots him. And then that's the last – the last panel is uh, all them dead bodies. The asshole Batman standing over him with his gun. Oh, damn. And oh. Hey, something weird about that, but okay. Yeah. So that's how it ended. But just the fight and shit and all the shit talking, that was great. This is a four out of five. I don't know how I feel about Batman and Catwoman jumping Bane, though. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. I don't, it, it just seemed like something Batman wouldn't do. Well, it's like, it's funny because Bane says, all right, no masks. And then, like, Batman's, all right, well, then no Venom, asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man, because he said Catwoman was going to jump in and Catwoman jumps in anyway. And then they just jumped, yeah. jump his asses. I don't know. It's I, I'll go with it. Fuck it. I'll go with it. Yeah. yeah. And so, like I said, yeah, I'm booked I, out. So if you got another one, it's uh, what else did I? Oh, well, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was cool. Basically, what's going on in this? Um, you know, Johnny Blaze is taking over hell. Um, a bunch of demons there resent him because he's not Mephisto. So they basically break out of hell and make a run for it. So Johnny Blaze follows them to Earth. And is running around New York trying to find all the demons, rounding up the demons. Um, this book picks off where that left off. You have Danny Ketch going around uh, trying to stop Johnny Blaze because Johnny Blaze is just like killing everybody. He's mm-hmm. like, man, you can't kill these people. You know, no, fuck them. They're demons. So they have a fight. And uh, it's basically Danny Ketch versus Johnny Blaze. Right. Okay. Um, the fuck happened? Are they still brothers or whatever? Uh, are they? They some some writer made it that they were brothers, but they might have ignored that shit since then. So I I don't think so. Okay, cool. Let's let's forget forget I said it then. Yeah. Um. But but basically, uh, yeah. So they so it's basically Johnny Blaze versus uh uh, Danny Ketch, both ghost riding out. Um. They go to the top of the Brooklyn Bridge. They're fighting. Fucking uh, Johnny Blaze is like, okay, Danny, you got too much of a conscience. I got some shit to do. And I, I can't let you get in the way. I got to go get these demons. Since you lack the, you know, the evilness to get this shit done, I'm just going to take it away from you. So he sucks the Ghost Rider out of Danny Ketch. Oh, shit. And then drops his body off the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, damn. And it ends with him. He splashes in the water and it says to be continued. 
Oh, shit. Well, you can't kill Danny. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty cool. That was a four out of five. Um, but, what else did I get? Oh, yeah. This is the book of the week for me. Okay. Immortal Hulk 26. All right. Let's see what we got. So, Hulk is in charge of Shadow Base. Uh, Bruce Banner sort of sends out this transmission to the whole world, giving a speech on TV, kind of like the Joker, you know, he takes over the airwaves. And um, and basically saying that he's going to use all this billion dollars in military resources to save the world. Um, Only he's the Hulk, and we know what that means. So (laughs) saving the world Hulk style. (laughs) <laughs> right. And this sort of uh this sort of influences a bunch of protests all over the world. People are dressing up in green, they're spray painting Hulk Smash or Smash, I believe in Bruce Banner and all that stuff. He sparks this whole movement, you know, of protests all over the world cuz he makes this speech about how the world is shitty and you know and the powers that be are corrupt and all that stuff and um kind of inspires this sort of rebellion around the world um we cut to a diner and he's sort of eating eating breakfast or whatever and amadeus show shows up and they sort of just have this deep conversation about the state of the world you know and cho is saying hey your speech kind of scared me but bruce banner said, yeah but also it's also inspiring change and that's what i'm trying to do you know because the hulk is trying to save everything you know but that means you know Cho's like, well, when the Hulk saves or Hulks don't save anything, they break shit, basically. And Bruce says, yeah, but the world is in bad shape and it's basically beyond repair. So the only thing to do is to wipe it clean, you know, and no one is doing anything to stop it. You know, politicians are are bought and sold. There's all this corruption. You know, even superheroes don't really do anything but just maintain the status quo. Right. You know. The world is being ruined by the wealthy elite and no one is going to do and no one is making them pay. And even if you do, even if they do get caught, they have to pay a fine, which is pennies to them. So they really don't give a shit. They're basically profiting off a disaster and nothing's being done. No one is there making them pay and I'm going to make them pay, you know, so we're going to make them pay, meaning all of the Hulks, Devil Hulk, you know, Mr. Fix it, you know, immortal, like we're all going to make them pay. And because we're smart this time, we're going to smash, but like smash strategically. We're going to be smart about it. We're going to pick our targets to smash. You know, we're going to smash responsibly, you know, (laughs) (laughs) conscientious smashing, you know. (laughs) So, so Cho's like, yeah, I can't be down with this. You know, I'm, 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 I can't be a part of this and, you know, warns them. You know, you know, you're, you shouldn't do this, blah, blah, blah. He leaves and then a waiter comes and says, would you like a refill? And Banner's like, yeah, sure. And it turns out the guy, the guy, the waiter is Namor. Huh? Okay. Yeah. And Namor's like, yeah, I didn't expect that kid to, he's a pussy. He wasn't going to join you. I don't know why I even asked him to come over. <laughs> but you know what? I'm down with you. I hate humans. They've been fucking up this world. They've been polluting the shit. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> okay. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. And then we cut to Roxxon headquarters. Um, and basically, uh, what's that guy's name? The Minotaur guy. Oh, so he's the, like, the, say, the Minotaur guy is still over Roxxon? Yeah, he's there. He's like, all right, this Hulk is fucking everything up. And if he wants a war, well, let's give him a war. 
Um, so that it kind of ends there with them, you know, and, and he's a straight up minotaur. He's not human form. He's minotaur. Okay. So I like that. Cause that's from that Jason Aaron Thor yeah. shit. Yeah. And wasn't he on, was he in the war? Didn't he do some yeah, war? Yeah, because shit? like Roxxon <clears throat> teamed up with the dark elves of Swivelheim or whatever. Yeah. He even mentions that too. Oh, so, the, okay. So they, all the war, the realm shit is, is in there. Yeah. Huh. And um, okay. he's like, I'm not hiding this time, you know. So he's just straight up minotaur in a, in a three piece suit. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. They, yeah. they, Marvel is keeping their continuity because nowadays comics don't give a fuck about continuity. Like whatever happens <laughs> in one book, who gives a shit? But yeah. they seem to actually be keeping this shit going. Like, yeah, the Water Realms, that shit happened, had an effect. I'm a minotaur in a three piece suit. I'm evil. I run an evil yeah. oil company. So yeah, yeah. He's standing in front of like the the, the board of directors in the high rise. <laughs> You know, all these suits at a table and shit, and there's the Minotaur at the head of, you know, standing in front of everybody. Yeah, it's like, we're going to take on the Hulk. And they, they like, there's like a little subplot. Remember I said there's that, you know, there's this political movement, this protest going on. But then they're the giant corporations sort of controlling the media. You know, they're like like the Fox News sort of. Okay, they make it rock sound way cooler than they've ever been. Yeah. Because rock yeah, sound has like, been around since like the, the – 70s or 80s or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? this book is so political. I can see this book pissing off like everybody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I loved it. I thought this was great. You know, it, it's, it gets way political. They're basically making rocks on into this big giant corporation and sort of like controlling the media, sort of dismissing the Hulk, making him look bad. You have all these disc jockeys and like a, a Rush Limbaugh sort of disc jockey sort of talking shit about the Hulk. We got, what's her name, that reporter, sort of, the, we got to smear the Hulk's name, kind of like, you know how, like, J. Jonah treats Spider-Man, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> They're trying to do that, so there's a sort of media smear campaign on the Hulk and shit, trying to control the Hulk's image, because there's all these protests going on around. People are, like, dressing in green and spray painting, I believe in Bruce Banner and all that shit, mm-hmm. you know? But it really dives into the nature of anger, and what that's what I dug about is like anger, how everybody's just angry these days, you know, everybody's just mad because their life sucks. And right. we get into these political debates and arguments, you know, and, and it's like we're all there's a reason for all of us to be angry, you know, because, you know, whether you believe in climate change or not or environmental disaster or the wealthy, the inequality of wealth. I mean, these are all problems that exist, and we're all still angry about it. And we're all sort of picking at each other, and that's the point of the book. Is like everybody has a reason to be angry, and that's the source of the Hulk's power is anger. So I thought that was just brilliant. Like this is, yeah, five out of five for me. This after that last Hulk book where they went to space and shit and. The Hulk devour or the Hulk breaker of worlds, all that weird shit. This yeah. is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Namor shows up. And... So all those people who say comic books aren't political, they're going to be pissed off at this one. Oh, you see the meme flying around, right? The, uh, oh, I hate politics in my comic books. Meanwhile, my favorite comics are Watchmen and X-Men. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty oh, much yeah. the comic book genre. I mean, readers in a nutshell. Yeah, this is straight up. It's political. Like this book is always sort of dealt. This book was, you know, the Immortal Hulk's whole series until now has been sort of very cerebral and psychological. Yeah. And got to the, you know, dealing with mental health and, 
you know, all these issues of anxiety and depression and getting to the core of Bruce Banner's psyche. That's how this book has been. But this is where it got really social, it dealt with societal issues in a way that I, you know, I didn't expect, you know, I was like, whoa, you know, because <laughs> you tapping into anger and, and the anger of the populace, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, just that idea I found just, yeah, quite fascinating. I was super into, yeah. Again, this book continues to be dope. 26 issues in and they really haven't faltered. Every, every issue has pretty much been awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that's all I got, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's all the books we got. And we, 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 we got an epic one here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll try to keep it streamlined next week because that's when Disney Plus is going to go through. I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure yeah. the what the Mandalorian is going to release. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday. Okay, so Eli, we're just going to just geek out on, on Mandalorian. We'll, we'll, we'll work some other stuff in there, but Mandalorian is going to be the meat and potatoes of the episode. All right. We're going to break down. that motherfucker down as much as we can. Cause yeah. You know your shit about Star Wars. I know a little bit of shit about Star Wars. We'll, we'll, finally, we got some shit that we agree on. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're going to like this episode. So. <laughs> uh, that being said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. We have other podcasts. We have a sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, we have Valiant, Get Valiant, which, like I said, they went to the same Comic-Con. Eli went to break down, see what Eric had to do with their uh, Comic-Cast. Read the same books we did. They shitted on Legion also. So, oh, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 they, they record later. I was fucking, I was at the movies when they were recording. <laughs> so we need to tell them to fix the schedule. Uh, we got Hulu TV. Um, what's that Transformers one? Instrument of Destruction. That one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm such a Transformers fan. <laughs> uh, Talking Balls. That wrestling one. I can't remember that one either. Oh, so the wrestling ring or something. Something. Yeah. Uh yeah, and like I said, next week we're we gonna deal with uh with uh Disney Plus and yeah, and hope you enjoy the episode. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We will talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel.
ta-ta Up in the club, she been shaking and shaking it up She show me love, big book, dirty sake, baby Wanna be my lady, girl, please huh, You must be crazy This ain't the 80s, I'm a sucker for your black fit Spit skirt, holla, holla for the dollar, dollar For what it's worth, I'm a step to this fine fucker I think I love her, I'm gon' touch her with that rap Public know you love it, got me coming when you rub it down my stomach, I can feel it going down Look here, honey, I can't play no game, let's go down with a freak insane Hit me up, stop 69, and even in that we'll have sex in the rain But I pray that this night the lust won't lead to a girl that I can't trust See a young nigga post up in the club, wanna get bust, stretch your funk stuff But I do love the ladies, cause they stay looking pretty While they shaking, I'm breaking, I'm taking, I'm baking, I'm down